Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Hello! We are going to continue our previous conversation on other combat actions! Yeah! <laughs> so next up is the ready action. Sometimes you want to get the jump on a foe or wait for a particular circumstance before you act. To do so, you can take the ready action on your turn, which lets you act using your reaction before the start of your next turn. That's mm. a lot of... <laughs> action, reaction, ready, turn, <laughs> yes. So, uh, what this is essentially doing is saying that the thing that you would usually do on your turn is to say, wait, when this thing happens, I'm going to do a thing. Mm. And the thing that you get to do is a reaction, which is like a limited form of action. Um, some things... Uh, some players will have a reaction ready to go, like um, there's a spell that I'm thinking of that puts like a barrier up between... Oh yeah, like Shield of Faith or something? Yeah, so you use that as a reaction to, to something that's happening. So this whole ready uh, action is uh, designed for those circumstances mm -hmm. where uh, the, I want to wait until the goblin uh, peers at, back out from behind that pillar again and then I'm going to do blah yeah but you do have to specifically say what you're going to do and under what circumstances yeah which is the thing that we have not done when we learned oh you can like ready your action we had just been giving people a full turn whenever they wanted basically yeah i'd allowed people to just literally take their two attacks and use their movement yeah. and you know, do whatever it was they wanted to do in that time that's not the purpose here yeah well because you... we would also use it of just like when players we're taking too long to figure out what they wanted to do. They'd be like, you want to just hold your action and go do it later? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good type of management piece. If you yeah. want to use that, like, uh, feel free to do that. Yeah. Uh, but the proper use of the ready action is to uh, specifically specify what it is you want to do and then take a limited turn yeah. when it is your thing. So the examples it gives in the book is things like using your movement. So usually in a turn you would get to use your movement and mm. uh, make an attack or do another action. Well, you can't do that if you ready your action. If you ready mm. your action to move, then you just move. Yeah, which you would use in a case where like, well, if that guy gets any closer to me, I'll back up. Exactly, yeah. So another thing you can do with a ready action is ready a spell. Perhaps you don't want to use it during your turn for whatever reason perhaps the monster you want to attack isn't actually in your line of sight yet but you're hoping it, it will move and you can um so you cast it as normal during your turn but you hold its energy which you release with your reaction uh the thing to remember with this is that um if you are attacked while you are holding this energy waiting for um your reaction to use it then you still have to do the typical, your concentration is broken, you have to roll to see if you can maintain concentration. Um, so there is a lot there with spells. You can't just be like, well, no matter what, I cast the spell when I want to. Mm -hmm. um, I think it might also be interesting in that you would use the spell slot on your turn, mm -hmm. and if your concentration was broken, you, you know, you the spell slot is still used, like the energy is... Yeah. you've already siphoned it out of you. Yeah, you've, you've mustered it or gathered it together, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, just making sure that's a thing. Um, yeah, I think that's the ready action. Yeah. 
Uh, next up is search. When you take the search action, you devote your attention to finding something. Uh, depending on the nature of your search, the DM might have you make a perception check or an investigation check. Um, so this is pretty obvious. I honestly don't really understand why it's listed here with combat actions. I mean, I guess just so it's it's written down. And I mean, I didn't think to do it until um, I actually read through, saw it and needed to use it. And it was in the game that we played together with the UDM. <laughs> and I asked that one of my characters who was familiar with fighting monsters, uh, if they could tell a certain characteristic about that monster. I wanted mm. to find out if it was undead and then relay that information to the rest of the party because I knew that there were spells mm -hmm. they had that targeted specifically undead. And you let me, I think, roll one of these two. I still yeah. had to roll for it to work out if, yeah. you know, if my character knew this information. But uh, that was one way to use it. Another way would be like... Um, looking for a weakness in a rock mm. wall to try and, like bring it down oh yeah you want to shoot an arrow to have it collapse right on the encroaching horde or just put a wall between you and a, <laughs> yeah. an approaching horde yeah. i think is what i might do but, yes um yeah so so searching for it and allowing um i think it's an opportunity as a as a player and as a dm to allow your players to resolve combat in uh, maybe different ways mm -hmm. um that might be a use yeah. of the, the search action. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the last one is use an object. You normally interact with an object while doing something else, uh, such as when you draw a sword as part of an attack. When an object requires your action for its use, you take the use object action. This action is also useful when you want to interact with more than one object on your turn. Yeah. So, for instance, this would be useful if you're fighting this encroaching horde and you're like, oh man, there's no way we can do this alone. We must ring the bells to summon our companions. Uh, and so your action would be to use an object, pick up a bell hammer and strike a bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is one that feels obvious to me of like, yeah, yeah you could always you know, use, use your turn to turn away and do an, another thing but this is a specific um, a specific thing uh, there might also be items that require an action to to use I think I've seen that written on some magical mm -hmm. items yeah that's true um, I think kind of what we're saying with both search and use an object is covered in this little add added bit to to the book uh, that's called improvising an action which basically is just your character can do things not covered by the actions in this chapter um such as breaking down doors intimidating enemies sensing weaknesses etc etc um and i think that that is the key point is even though we were kind of locked into this attack cast a spell and we're like whoa there's so much more you can do there's so much more beyond that D, &D mm -hmm. is fundamentally a game about imagination and as long as you can justify doing a thing within six seconds, it can be a combat action. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's really good to consider the other things that you can do and it's always trying to say yes to whatever it is that the player yeah. is wanting to try and do, just encouraging that creativity. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have something you'd like us to cover, email it to rawcatreads at gmail.com 
or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Raw Cat Reads.